Welcome to Laundry Lowdown Podcast, where we turn up the heat on your lingerie love affair and fuel your confidence in your own skin. Our podcast is your passport to a world where lace meets us and silk whispers secrets. We're not just here to talk about lingerie. We're here to be your sultry confidence, your intimate advisors, and your weekly dose of fabulous. Tune in every Wednesday and Saturday to join our sensational team as they navigate the intricate threads of the intimate world while spilling the saucy details about their own lives. Get ready to dive deep into the realm of lingerie, relationships, the best brands, and so much more, all served up with our signature blend of frankness and openness. You won't be disappointed. Hey guys, welcome back to the Laundry Lowdown podcast. You're listening to or watching my solo show. It's Bonnie Lang here and it's a little complicated. So I want to talk about sustainable lingerie. As you know, here on Laundry Lowdown, we have a lot of models and presenters who are reviewing different things like lingerie, nightwear, pajamas, socks, hosiery, tights, and uh, lots of sexy kinky things like nipple pasties and body harnesses and sex toys, all sorts of things that get us really excited and things that we actually need to use on a daily basis. So recently um, we had this 100 pound challenge that we had to shop for things in those categories that we normally review. We get to actually buy the things ourselves and we have to stay within this budget. So where I'm at in my life right now is I just want to do things that feel good to me. So I've cut out a lot of the modeling work, photo shoot events, because it just didn't seem meaningful. And the only way it would seem meaningful to me is if I was working with sustainable brands or, uh, you know, like the Lingerie Lowdown recycling program that we have where other models, they have things they don't want anymore and they put it back into the pile and then we get to try it on, like, totally my jam. Um, I mean, this is secondhand. So like, I actually organize clothes swaps. I've been doing it for ages. Like I've just been doing it for as long as I've had a roof over my head and a space where I could invite people. Because sustainability, I mean, it should be the way that we live, but it's just so easy to go on Amazon or any website or even walk into a shop, like all these high street, high fashion, every brand, okay, let's not even go to like the cheap ones, even the expensive ones, no one is really doing a really good job at making the world a better place. And I just keep thinking of that movie Wally with the robots having to go like, like compact all of the trash that we created and humans can't live on the earth anymore. Like it seems like we're kind of going in that direction uh, when you think about all the landfills and that's where things end up because it's so easy to just buy something new. You know, it's not even expensive anymore. Everything can be bought new and look pretty 
and then you get bored of it and you're like oh i think i'm just gonna like remodel my whole house and change up all the furniture and buy like and have these clothing hauls where people are like oh yeah i just spent 200 pounds but like look at all the things that i got like but that doesn't mean you're actually rich if you're able to spend x amount of dollars and get like 30 items like you might feel good for a while until you get bored of those things so my goal is just to be as sustainable as i possibly can i mean you're looking at my house right now this was secondhand given to me by my mother-in-law the sofa we're sitting on was secondhand i bought it off of someone who uh his wife is very picky so he bought a few sofas and she didn't like any of them and uh, he ended up with a sofa he didn't need anymore so we bought it and it's perfect for us and i'm wearing this is from my clothes swap uh this <laughs> funny enough i think this my socks came from this app i got it for free i think but it was from a neighbor that like we've known each other through this app exchanging things and so i trusted her you know i don't know if i would just pick up socks from like any random person but it's cute i love it it makes me happy and i didn't have to create more trash by purchasing something and then you know end up not needing it or using it at some point so that's the idea. It's not just about saving money. It's about not creating more trash. So take someone else's trash. What is that saying? One man's trash is another man's treasure. So sustainable lingerie. When I was shopping for sustainable lingerie and nightwear and socks and all of that, I can't tell you how many hours I spent like I think I spent at least four hours at least doing this I mean first I, I had to google well first I went to Amazon because I thought okay you know maybe I could save some money on shipping because I'm uh, Amazon Prime so you know they bundle everything together and ship it to you at once and it's like kind of more sustainable right less carbon footprint and so also saving the money the shipping cost can be astronomical if you're buying like one thing per website then they're shipping you one item and you're paying like an extra four pounds for one thing that probably costs like 14 pounds that's what it, it came down to like 100 divided by seven items that's like 14 pounds per item so that's kind of the budget i was working around and so i was typing in sustainable lingerie one thing came up it was an ann summer's um it's called a chemise so it's like a nighty, uh really cute like silky and even that one it was like 30 percent sustainable <laughs> but hey they tried and i appreciate that but they didn't have my size and then i started searching like other brands i, I typed in eco-friendly clothing sustainable clothing like nothing was coming up and i can't believe it and amazon is basically like the biggest shopping mall on the planet and they don't have a, t a filter or a tab where you can choose sustainable brands and yet there are sustainable brands there's some climate pledge badge that they get 
but there's no actual filter for it. So I'm here like just hours of typing in like eco-friendly, sustainable, organic cotton. I tried doing that, but I just wasn't finding seven items. So finally, I think I found like six items because you can't like repeat too many things. I can't just buy like a load of socks. That's boring. But I'm like trying to find things in all the different categories and also like trying out different brands because look, if I buy like five different things from one brand, that might not work out. What if I get my sizing wrong? And then it's like, oh, I have the wrong size and everything now because UK six to eight, sometimes I'm a six, sometimes I'm eight. So it's really like kind of a guess. And I'm reading reviews, I'm like checking model pictures and this model is 5'10 and she wears it. That doesn't actually tell me anything because you could be 5'10 and be really skinny. So I'm like trying to figure all this out. Finally, I have my list, but like for the life of I just cannot get the, la the last item. So I go back and I'm like back and forth on Google searching sustainable laundry brands. And I, you can't just type that because most of the stuff you find is going to be like in America. So I had to type in UK because I don't want things to be shipped all the way from America. Plus, I want to support local brands. Less carbon footprint, support the local economy. Mm -hmm. So I'm like trying to find something here. And then the first page, it's mostly articles, like blog and magazine articles about different sustainable brands. And a lot of them don't tell you the price. And sustainable brands usually are more expensive, right? Because it's green. So I'm like, Okay, and you go into all these different brands and it's like, oh, it's just way over budget because I'm working with like 14 pounds per item. So I just like have to really dig deep and finally, somehow, I end up on a website called Zanondo. I've never heard of this website, by the way, Zanondo or something. And they have a lot of stuff. I actually end up on a few websites that are like kind of green, sustainable conscious. But this one, it was more broad. I guess it's kind of like an ASOS, but not as well known and not like that much stuff. Like they do have probably 20,000 things, but it's not as much as ASOS. I think ASOS is like way more. So the great thing is they actually have a filter where you can pick like five different categories of sustainability. So either they're producing it, this product with organic material, with recycled materials, or they're producing it with the mindset, the idea that it's going to last a long time and it's gonna be able to go back to become a circular piece of fashion. And it's just like so amazing. And again, this is just baby steps. You know, I recently watched a documentary on Netflix about this woman, a fashion designer who grew up like with very hippy-dippy parents who were all about sustainability and she went on to study fashion. And so she created her like high-end luxury, um, expensive brand called Mother of Pearl. And her pieces, like she actually sources wool from sheep 
in like Uruguay, where the sheep are very well cared for, and like the wool is then sent to this other factory where they turn it into. Every step of the process, she tries her best to make it environmentally friendly and like animals taken care. It's just insane how much work it actually took for her to do that because nobody is doing it. So it's just amazing. Like it is possible to change, and it starts with us. And yes, it takes effort because my. God, it would have been easy to just buy a hundred pounds worth of, you know, seven items from Amazon or like any of these websites. I could have gone to any website, but I did the research. I put the work in, and I finally, finally, finally got a few items. So here's what I've learned.、Um, besides all of that. A lot of these like eco-friendly, sustainable stuff—it's not that cute. They're like very plain and basic stuff. So, I mean, maybe it's because I'm still very into black. Can you see though? There's like pink and purple. I didn't notice like the stuff that I ended up with—they weren't that crazy. It was just like black, high-waisted underwear.、Um, I think I got a sports bra that. I basically got things I know I'm going to use because that's another thing about sustainability, right? Don't just buy stuff for the heck of it. Like buy it because you're actually going to use this. Because that's what we need to do. We need to use things for a really long time and not be ashamed of it. I know there are girls out there or guys even who are just like,、uh, I've worn that already. It's been featured on my Instagram once. I can never touch it again. It's like why? Like if you like it that much, wear it all the time. Wear it for years. Who cares? You can style it differently. I mean, I love telling people that I wear secondhand clothes because I know that I'm part of a bigger movement. Like this is kind of my little mini protest against. Society, you know, like everyone's trying to be flashy and wear new clothes all the time. I'm just like, yeah, got this on like some charity shop. Got this at my clothes swap. Got this. There's a shop that I love in America. I love the concept. There's actually a few sustainable clothing、um, shops where they have like a really cool concept. So this one in America is called. Buffalo Exchange. I haven't seen that out here in the UK. It seems like you just have tons of charity shops of like different levels. Some can get like the one pound rack, <laughs> and and then there's like trade. They have tons of stuff. They even have like a name brand rack, and you can get really good deals there sometimes. And of course, there's like Vinted and eBay and Depop and. And there are some brands where you're just like, I'm pretty sure that's like way overpriced. But you know, someone needs to put food on their table too. I don't think anyone's like being super greedy. It's it's not that easy to make like good money. So I would rather support someone through a sustainable brand or a sustainable method. For example. I bought to this day. It's still the most comfortable 
trainers I've ever, and I wore it every single day, which is probably why um, I wore it to death basically. So I bought it for four pounds plus shipping. And I think I even chose like the cheaper shipping where they send it all to like um, a corner store and then you go pick it up. It's just down the street from me. But I think that's actually more sustainable too, you know, because they don't have to come to your door and it's just like, here's one big bundle. And then you just go walk over there. Less carbon footprint. But yeah, it costs like 30 pence less. And hey, money is money, right? It adds up. Before we dive back in, are you on the hunt for that perfect lingerie, hosiery, or perhaps some tantalizing kinkwear? Look no further, Laundry Lowdown with our team of beautiful models from around the world stands as your impartial consumer companion dedicated to inspire, delight and inform with over nine years of expertise in reviewing your intimate essentials. We've got you covered. <laughs> or should we say uncovered? <laughs> With a library of over 11,000 full-length video reviews, we provide 100% impartial insight to help you discover those hidden gems. And as a special treat, use promo code ZOEPAGE10 when you join our website today to snag an exclusive 10% discount in any of our membership plans. It's my way of expressing gratitude for being a part of this fabulous community. Simply head over to laundrylowdown.com forward slash join and let's embark on an inspired journey together. Now let's dive back into today's podcast. So I bought these trainers. They were practically new. For some reason, this person, all they wanted was four pounds for it. I'm like, okay. So I paid like six pounds for these trainers from a brand. I think it's from Sweden or something and it's called Wadden and or I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but it's W-O-D-E-N. So comfortable, so light, so practical, and just the design of sneaker that I like, or trainers. And I wore it for, I want to say, at least one or two years. And the back, like where the ankle is, started to like rub into the hard bit, and it was like, giving me blisters. I was like, oh no, I can't wear this anymore. And then I had to choose, either try to find another second-hand pair like that. I tried, couldn't find it. Um, or go and buy a new one from the website. It was like 90 pounds. I did not want to spend that kind of money. And then my third choice was go spend 30 pounds to have it fixed. And I happened to be in Taiwan and there was this shoe peddler, I think that's what they call it. Anyway, there was this shoe guy, shoe smith, and he fixed it for me. And I was like, right, I'm supporting a local small business by giving them my 30 pounds. So some people might think, oh, it's not worth like throwing 30 pounds away to fix your shoes when you could just buy a new pair. Like there are so many new pairs of shoes that I could have gotten. Uh, I probably could have, I probably could have even gotten something similar to that. Like it's 90 pounds, but usually when you buy secondhand, it's like a quarter of the price or even like a tenth of the price. I mean, I got it for way less the first time around. So 
Um, but I really believe that spending that extra money to get my shoe repaired, it meant I could wear it longer. And so I did. I wore it for an extra year. And <laughs> again, like, this is a lesson that I have to learn too. You have to, like, have a few pairs <laughs> and just alternate so that they last longer if that makes sense and I just kept wearing the same pair because I love them so much I don't think they're actually in the trash yet like I've kept them in my mom's house now because we do a lot of like garden work and walking the dog you know so it's part of my like ugly clothes that I can use to do that kind of stuff but my point is sometimes it's not about the money being sustainable means you're putting your money in the right place and to me it felt like giving this man 30 something pounds to fix my shoes was more valuable than taking that 30 pounds and buying something new because if i just went and bought something new i was creating another pair of trainers that will one day end up somewhere because I don't know, I don't know how many like times I could have actually fixed those shoes because if the ankle bit kept getting fixed, like what about the bottom? You know, then it would be like, I would have to change the bottom and then blah, 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 and oh my God, it's just like, at some point it will have to die. <laughs> but at least I gave it like two extra lives by doing what I did. And technically it's not in the trash yet, it's still at home waiting for me to go walk the dog. Another thing I learned on my eco-friendly shopping spree is I don't really think brands have caught on to the idea that consumers want sustainable things because if they did, they would try to be more sustainable and then put that in like the name of their items. You know, uh, for example, Amazon, they put so many keywords. I mean, if they just threw in the sustainable or eco-friendly, I would have been all over it. But instead, sometimes it was like hidden in some, it was like one little green leaf on a pair of, I think it was leggings, like workout leggings, yoga leggings. And I think they only like, it was like 30% sustainable material. <laughs> but you know, baby steps. Another thing I noticed with the organic cotton or just like organic cotton kind of sports bras or bralettes, it doesn't really work. Like it doesn't offer that much support. All of the model images I saw, I was like, I don't think I'm going to really enjoy wearing that. So I didn't end up buying it. But it was so refreshing and such a great revelation to see that there are brands out there. There are websites, like basically entire shopping malls, because it's an online shopping mall, basically, or department store, where you can search for sustainable stuff. I actually really hope 
maybe at some point we can do an episode where I take a hundred pounds and go on to like Vinted or uh, Depop. Actually, I don't think they sell a lot of um, underwear. It's kind of against the rules, but there are plenty of like unused, brand new or freshly laundered underwear that people can sell like a lot of vintage pieces or like designer stuff or even cheap stuff that models especially us we wear them once or twice or for a photo shoot and then we don't really need them anymore or for parties or whatever so it's out there we don't need to create more trash and another thing about buying secondhand stuff is it retains its value <laughs> so for example when i was moving we had to move from a four bed four bathroom like huge flat and we had to get rid of a lot of stuff and i noticed all of the things i bought secondhand i was able to make the exact same money back Whereas all of the things we had bought brand new or all of the things my husband had bought brand new, we lost money on, like a lot of money. So buy secondhand. It's good for your wallet. In fact, there was something I bought secondhand I actually made money on because I got it really cheap and I probably could have made more money if I had more time. But again it's not always about saving money or making money it's doing the right thing to be sustainable and eco-friendly because we don't need to actually create more trash and we shouldn't support these businesses where they're just producing so much stuff like it's not even about there's so much happening in the process of making clothes it's not even just like where's the cotton coming from where's your material coming from like what what is the animal welfare are they living good lives and then there's also like the factory workers the people who are making the cotton turning it into thread and all of this stuff like that whole process it's using a lot of energy and water and chemicals chemicals are going into our environment you know you have to think about so much <laughs> so i think for me like the safest thing to do is to buy secondhand because then it's kind of like well it's already done you know <laughs> might as well but buying new stuff to be way more conscious like try to figure out what you're supporting what kind of business you're supporting and all the people involved and all the chemicals and animals and processes involved and how that is impacting the environment and these days i feel like the older i get or the, the wiser i get the more i'm just more conscious of 
how I'm living and if I'm living in alignment with my values and beliefs, it's so important to me because I feel like if I'm not living in alignment, things will go wrong or I just won't feel really good. I won't feel happy. And that's why I've like cut off all the modeling stuff. And now when I do, like, for example, you know, I'm talking to you on the podcast. I'm like talking about something that actually matters to me. Or, you know, I'm buying things for this hundred pound challenge. And I'm like, right, I'm going to support sustainable brands. If I'm going to buy new stuff, I'm going to vote with my money and put that money to good use as much as I can. I mean, there are limitations, but at least we're trying. And I think that's all we need to do is to try and to have that intention and slowly but surely we'll move in the right direction and you don't even have to worry about like what other people are doing you don't even have to worry about like being a hundred percent perfect because then i probably would have spent like 10 hours or more trying to shop (laughs) for the challenge instead of like the four hours i spent yeah Mm. and time is money too so I just want to share my ethical lingerie um, experience shopping for the lingerie lowdown challenge and a little bit of what I live by and experience. Like right now, I'm so excited. I have a clothes swap coming up along with a bunch of other stuff like cooking classes and anything related to health and well-being and clothes swapping is so good for the soul i mean it's decluttering first of all so you have a chance to go through your wardrobe and just get rid of stuff which is such a release of energy out with the old in with the new or the new and it's like a bonding time for girls. We come together and we're just like, oh, this will look good on you. And like, oh my God, your shirt looks so good on me. And, and you get really happy when you see your clothes on someone else, especially if it's like someone who's a friend. And I was, I've been away for two trips now because my mom's been sick. And like, I've been away from my friends and my husband and for long periods like a month or two and but I look down at my clothes every day I'm like oh this was given to me by so and so and like it makes me feel close to my friends because I'm literally wearing their clothes so sustainability has a lot of perks (laughs) it creates bonds and friendships too and on a more like spiritual level I feel like it helps you to realize that there is enough to go around like you can give things away and also receive and the more you give the more you receive that's kind of how the world works because i've been giving away so much stuff in my house and like from my body like my actual clothes if someone says they like something i'm just like you like it take it 
and I still feel like I have so much to give. It's just insane. Like I've actually gotten to the point now where I'm like, I think I need to just give money away because it's just going to come back. That's what I've experienced giving my clothes away and my things away. And I just have like an abundance of all of it. And I mean, I feel like I do. I had a girlfriend come to my closet and she was like, oh, you don't have much clothes. That was the best compliment I ever got because my goal is actually to be totally minimalist. Being minimalist in a place like London is really hard because you do have four seasons, although summer really only lasts for like a few days. But you do have like four seasons that you have to dress for versus when I was living in Asia, it was just like booty shorts and flip-flops all day or little like rompers. I didn't really wear much clothes. But now I've got like my, half my closet is just jackets, like winter coats. <laughs> so that was my little spiel on sustainable lingerie. I hope it helps and just sustainability in general. I will be back for more chats with you and storytelling. Be sure to check out my other episodes where I think the most recent one I talked about the time I almost died naked in the beach. So check it out. I will be back with more. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Laundry Lowdown podcast. We hope you enjoyed the chat and are feeling ready to express yourself and your unique style. Just a heads up, we release a new episode every Wednesday and Saturday, so you won't want to miss out on the fun. Keep embracing your confidence and celebrating your beauty. It's what makes you... Well, it's what makes you, you. <laughs> This has been Laundry Lowdown's podcast, your go-to source for all things lingerie, relationships, top-notch brands, and so much more. Find us on Rumble, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, or come and join our website. Stay fabulous, and we'll catch you soon.